This is the Harland Highway, and you're rolling down it with your host, me, Harlan Williams. Singing Harlan Williams. I don't know why. It's summer, it's spring, it's sing, sing, sing. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we're not late. It's still Monday. I always release uh, midnight on Monday, so we're we're a little bit uh, late because, as I said, I've been traveling a lot lately, so it's it's been a little bit crazy, but we still got it in under the deadline. We're still Monday, just a little later in the day. Sorry to keep you waiting, but it is a holiday, so uh, hopefully... Um, Hopefully you'll be all right. We have a great show today. We're going to be talking about a uh, uh, an ingenious human being, a, a great uh, inventor, an American, who uh, I think deserves a lot of credit. We're going to talk uh, talk about him and his life and his dedication to the the human race. Uh, we're also going to uh, we're also going to be uh, getting a visit from uh, Chin Ho from Hawaii Five O, the original cast member Chin Ho. From the TV show Hawaii Five O drops by to to update us on the the crime scene in uh, in Hawaii. Always fascinating. Uh, and then we're gonna take some calls from the pavement pounders, some fond farewells, and some reminiscing and talking about the future. And then also a crazy news story where some dummy has been putting things inside his bottom. Yeah, so it's all here today. Put your crazy glue helmets on. This is the Harland Highway. How do you know my name? It's on the marriage certificate. I've never seen you before in all my life. Hold on to your airbag. You heartless, heartless monsters. All of you through and through. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Oh, yeah! see a fallen star, that means a witch has just died. You clumsy idiot. The Harland Highway. All I want is to hear people say something again and to see people moving again. I'm Floyd Bernie, a rockabilly boy. Don't you understand? You're listening to Harland Williams. I can't be your daughter. I'm a machine. Man, you've been dead a thousand years. Why, George, I think he's got it. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. What's up, Doc? Mister, if you don't lose, you don't lose right now. Don't leave me here! Can we just take a moment here, please, everyone? Can we take a moment? Seriously, can we take a moment to heap a little praise and kind of recognize a outstanding human being? Uh, can we, can we take a beat here to, uh, to throw our arms in the air and say hallelujah to Elon Musk? I mean, holy jumping. I mean, let's, you, you know, you've heard his name. You, you, you hear him, you see him on Twitter. You hear his name bantied about, but can we just really t- stop and take a moment to appreciate this guy and, and his life and, and what he's doing? I mean, I, I think it deserves a little recognition here. And and uh, let's just start with Tesla, okay, the electric car, which is hands and feet above any modern uh, vehicle on the road today. Uh, and it's uh, it, it doesn't emit any carbons or any exhaust or any uh, harmful uh, uh, things into the environment. So if that wasn't enough that the guys uh, created this incredible car company and, you know, it's making a difference, it's making a dent, it's cutting down on emissions and it's kind of changing the way cars are being made and mass produced. You know, everyone thought this guy was going to roll into the marketplace, kick around for a year or two and he wouldn't be able to sustain the production costs and and penetrating into a, a an uber competitive market dominated by the the big motor companies and now tesla's just pecking away at the competition tesla's like te- te- tesla's actually in the top in terms of sales in several categories based on some of the research i've seen and even if it wasn't just the fact that it's a great car and it's 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 catching on 
and it it's uh, it people are attracted to it, people are drawn to it. I you as you know, I have a Tesla. I'm on my second Tesla. I got in kind of early. I had my first one like five years ago, and now I'm on, on my second one. And I got to say, it feels good not leaving a carbon footprint every time you go out and, and drive your car around, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that more and more people are driving Teslas, more and more electric cars are starting to flood the marketplace. And this is all kind of driven by Elon Musk and his persistence and his ingenuity and his 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 uh, drive, his vision, his 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 want for a cleaner planet, a more efficient, cleaner automobile, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if that wasn't enough, he's also inventing or has invented. Uh, tiles for your roof that are that are disguised as solar panels. So he's also trying to uh, make a dent into the solar panel industry. And instead of having those big, giant, like black, like jumbo screens on your roof, Elon Musk has created a a, a tile that looks like any tile on a traditional home. But actually, concealed inside the tile is a solar panel, and they're very fashionable. And I dare say, if you go on the website and look at them, they actually improve the look of a home because they're they're aesthetically more pleasing. They're 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 really well made and very beautiful. And then he's also got uh, these giant batteries that he's helping. I think there's a town in Australia that he's helping to power that uh, somehow lost their power supply in a flood or a storm. And so Tesla's powering uh, certain towns and cities. And I think they were involved in the in the uh, Costa Rican, uh, the, sorry, the Puerto Rican uh, hurricane. I think they shipped a bunch of their giant battery stations over there and were, were helping to uh, generate power for people to live. And he's also come out with this giant battery that can go on the side of your house. And it's not even giant. It's the size of an air conditioner, really. And this thing's designed to run your whole home. I mean, these are all things you can go look at at Tesla.com if you, if you want to look around. The first thing you'll see is the car. But look at all the other things that Tesla's doing. This is one guy that, that started this. Now, now, that's just the stuff we're familiar with. Now let's jump to SpaceX, which is, is Elon Musk's company that's all about going into space and getting to Mars and getting to the moon and launching satellites and, and inventing rockets that are faster and lighter and, and use less fuel and, and are reusable. In the old days, rockets would go up just full to the tits with tons of jet fuel or whatever kind of fuel. It would just burn off, and the, 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 the empty containers, the empty fuel cells or tanks would just fall into the ocean and be scrapped. They'd retrieve them, and they were, they were no good anymore. And the rocket's gone. And So what, what uh, Elon Musk did is he invented a, a, uh, a launch system where his rockets go up, and the damn uh, empty canister or almost empty canister returns to a platform sitting in the middle of the ocean. And when I say a platform, I'm talking like something maybe a little bigger than a big helicopter pad. This case figured out a way to have the empty uh, rockets come back down to Earth and get used again. So you're saving money and energy and cost. And this is all stuff NASA never came up with. This, this, you got to remember, this is a guy with a private company who's developing all this space stuff. And then on top of that, he's launching, you know, NASA and the government and other governments and other private companies are using SpaceX to launch their, their ultra technological uh, satellites into orbit. And if that isn't enough, uh, he's, he's, he's working on, on building rockets and, and, and lunar bases for Mars. He's trying to get a, a human team to Mars. He's trying to. He's uh, already uh, b building and making plans for these types of spacecraft. He's also trying to create uh, a, like a, a a base, a Martian base, so that 
that people have a place to go to. Astronauts can go out of the spaceship and into an actual structure, and hopefully it'll have an artificial environment inside it, and, and it's, it's, it could be the beginning of the, uh, you know, the inhabitation of, of, of Mars. I mean, this is a guy who has a vision, not just a vision of go- going and living on another planet with human beings, but he's, he's actually working towards it. He's, he's building, he's making, he's, he's creating, he's designing, he's, he's putting uh, money and words into action. I mean, this stuff's happening. It's not just, uh, well, in 40 years, we're going to start laying down the groundwork for human exploration to the red planet. No. This guy's like already on it, man. And then don't forget, he's already running a car company, a huge emerging car company, a modern car company, an amazing car company. Now, now he's doing SpaceX, which just launching rockets and satellites is enough. But then you go beyond that, and and then you've got the the whole thing I just talked about going to Mars and exploring other planets and setting up the technology for future generations. Because let's face it, I've talked about this before. We've got to get off this planet at some point, if not just to save it, but also as an insurance policy, if there ever was a meteor strike or some some earthly catastrophe that leveled the planet and, and wiped out the human race, well, guess what? We got ya. We we got folks up on Mars, and we're still breeding. Hello. So you know, and it and it's foolish to think that someday something couldn't happen to planet Earth that's catastrophic. I mean, just ask the dinosaurs, man. They were doing just fine for millions and millions and hundreds of millions of years. When all of a sudden, Bing Bong, here comes Mister Meteor, Bing Bong. So there's that, but then but then let's go to another level. On top of that, Elon Musk has a company called The Boring Company. And the reason it's it's called The Boring Company is that this guy is boring tunnels under the earth with these giant earth digging almost like huge mechanical moles. These giant circular uh, hydraulic tractor earth eater things that just rotate under the earth and, and carve out giant tunnels like, like a mile a week or something like that. Maybe faster. I don't know. Maybe slower, but still this guy's uh, been working on this for the last number of years and he, and he's, he's making progress. What his plan is to, is to build these tunnels underneath the earth's crust and run them underneath cities like Los Angeles uh, Las Vegas connect cities like San Francisco and Los Angeles and Vegas and Los Angeles and New York and Boston and, and all these things. And if you want to look at that online, go to uh, type in, uh, go on Google and type in the Elon Musk's boring company. And this guy, he's already, this isn't just talk. He's already done it. He's already laid down miles and miles of this tunnel. He's, he's already tested it. He's already driven driven cars through it. The idea is that that the cars get lowered down into the tunnel and they get sucked along on an air current um, or they they ride along on a magnetic uh, current or something or you know I don't have all the information in front of me, but my understanding was it was kind of like those mail tubes you see in the old office buildings where they, they used to put the mail and the money in these tubes, and these these tubes would suck suck the money up to the to the accountants or whatever it did, or the mail sucked it up through these tubes. Basically, it, it's a suction system where it's just kind of the air running through the tube shoots everything at a high speed, a high velocity, and therefore moving everything around really efficiently and quickly. And so I don't know uh, when this thing will be ready, but he's already like he's already like doing it. And the only question I've had about that is like, okay, it's it's okay if you got ten or fifteen cars, but what happens during rush hour when you've got you know a hundred thousand vehicles? What do they have to line up to get into the tunnel? 
I don't know. If that's the case, that could prove to be problematic, but I'm sure they've thought about it. I'm sure they've figured out a way to get all the cars corralled and and down into the tunnels and shot across town under the earth so that it's way faster than sitting on a highway. And what's amazing about Elon Musk is that this idea for the the, uh, the tunnels under the earth came from him being so frustrated with, with rush hour traffic. He said that he, he hated the fact that it took him hours and hours to cross his own city, Los Angeles, just to go to work or go home. He thought there's got to be a better way. And then I think what he what he did is he, he put a challenge out to people um, and and to see if they could come up with some kind of a system. And I think in the, at the same time he was working on something and it kind of started as a bit of a goof. And then he was like, you know what? Let's do it. And so here's yet another big uh, ingenious venture that he's, he's submerged himself in. I don't know where the guy has the time or the energy. And so I thought it was appropriate that we just take a moment and go, wow, like this stuff is all wild and crazy. But don't forget, all of this stuff is, if, if, you, if you look at it through the prism of the, uh, the environment and, and the arc of the human journey and improvements to our society and ways to make things run faster, smoother, cleaner, more efficiently, to extend the life of the human race, to, to venture into different uh, galaxies and planets. And, I mean, this is a guy that, that is really, you know, from what I can see, doing a lot of good things in the world. And he's taking a lot of risks, and he's, 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 it's just amazing. And you look in the mirror, and you go, what are you doing with your life? How are you contributing? And, I, and I'm not trying to demean anything that anybody does, but... When you look at this this thing, you know, going down to the local uh, soup kitchen and, and, and handing out food to the homeless or or volunteering, you know, down at the mall at Christmas time to wrap presents or helping your neighbor rake his leaves. Yikes. <laughs> try, <laughs> try holding that up to Elon Musk. And of course, we all can't be, uh, you know, as as ingenious and as as assertive as he is. Well, that I'll take that back. We probably could, if all of us were given the wherewithal and the money and and the resources to to follow on our ingenuities, because we all have ingenuity. I wouldn't be surprised if we were all doing stuff like this. But for now, it's special people and, and definitely someone like Elon Musk who, who seems to thrive on throwing caution to the wind and he doesn't seem that concerned with the money. He left all the patents open for the Tesla car. You know, most, most corporations and companies hoard their, their patents and their, you know, just look at the KFC uh, secret recipe. Look at, look at all kinds of things, man. You don't see Apple handing out the blueprint for its uh, cell phones, you know. And so Elon Musk just threw the door. He goes, yep, you know, the more the merrier. I w that, that to me is the sign of a guy trying to do good things for the, uh, the planet. So anyways, you can read up about him more. You can go to Tesla.com. You can look up The Boring Company. You can look up SpaceX. I have a feeling if you go to tesla.com, you can find links to that. You can definitely see all the battery stuff. You can see the solar tile stuff. You can see the Tesla car. I recommend you look at this guy and, and be inspired, for one, and be grateful, for one, that, that we have people like him, like Elon Musk, that are, are visionaries that are carving the path for, for our, our future children. I mean, let's face it, guys like him don't come along every day. You know, a lot of people are hardworking and, and, and make money and drive the machine, but, you know, a lot of them are doing it for, they're living for today. Okay, I'll, I, run, uh, I run a Baskin-Robbins, I run a McDonald's, I run a Pizza Hut, I run a car dealership, I run a barbershop. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's functioning and working, but here's a guy, everything he's doing is geared towards the future.
It's pretty amazing, man. So I, I was going to say, let, let's give a little praise. And, and, you know, there's probably people out there who are naysayers because there always is for some reason. Oh, well, he's a big corporate guy and he's got money. And, well, what's he doing for the homeless? And blah, 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 why's he got the thing? And what's he doing for? You know what? Bitch all you want. But what are you doing? Okay. All, all you people that bitch, what, what do you do for the world? You know, you know how much time and effort it takes to bitch? You can bitch laying on your couch. You can bitch laying by the pool. You can bitch on your phone while you're driving th- through the drive-thru. You can bitch just about anywhere you want, bitches. But let's see you get up off your fat ass and try and do something for the world. Even one thing. Even if it was a small thing. Even if inventing a new toothpick even. And you look at this this Mount Everest of stuff that Elon Musk is doing, and he's I think the guy's only in his 40s. Who knows what's to come? Who knows what his industrial inventions and, and his, 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 uh, his output leads to? Because like anything, you know, you, you start with something and it, and it advances. It's like, remember when cell phones first came out, they were as basic as the phone hanging on a wall. And now cell phones are a freaking, like, you know, mega computer in your hand. So all the stuff that Elon Musk is laying the foundation for today, this will expand and explode and grow bigger and stronger. And so for all of you that want to find a reason to bitch, why don't you go look in the mirror and ask yourself what you're doing? And when the answer is all I do is bitch then you know that you're doing nothing and you're not contributing. And why don't, you see, why don't you heap a little praise on someone that's actually getting stuff done? And by the way, if you're not willing to do that, gee, I bet you're willing to use all his products. Oh, yeah. If he invents something that, that helps your life, I'll bet you're out there using it. Or you will eventually or your children will. So why don't you bitch about that, you hypocrites? There's always someone that wants to knock someone down a peg, isn't there? So I'm 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 kind of preemptive uh, striking back at, at those that would be like whiny bitches. Just be grateful we have guys like Elon Musk and and the the the, the stuff that they contribute to the world. I, I hope I hope he inspires each and every one of us to try and do better and and reach further. And look out for our fellow human beings and move the needle, man. Move the needle. So, little rant about Elon Musk, a little praise. Got a little serious there, but you know what the best antidote for being serious is? Roger, you know what it is, right? Yeah, that's right. A crazy news story. Hit it, Rog. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Okay. Oh, God. America. Here we go. You ready? This is crazy. Here's, here's the headline. I hope this never happens to you. Man allegedly hiding drugs in backside accidentally shoots himself in testicles. <laughs> That's just a whole broth of not good, okay? First of all, hiding drugs up your butt, not good. And then a gun, somehow there's a gun, and then there's your testicles, and obviously the gun had to be near your testicles, and oh my God. Like, if that was in a recipe book, it would just be called testicle disaster soup. How about that? Here's the story. I'm almost afraid to read it, but here it is. A bungling felon from Washington State made a series of blunders when he shot himself in the testicles and tried to hide the weapon, all while storing drugs in his anus. Oh, God. Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, 27, was carrying a pistol in his front pocket while in his Kashmir, Washington apartment on April 5th when the firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh. 
Wilson, who is a 13-time convicted felon, told his girlfriend to dispose of the weapon before heading to the hospital, the paper said. How is it that these guys have a girlfriend, by the way? Okay, I can't get a girlfriend, but some guy who sits on his couch with a gun down his pants and LSD up his asshole and has been to jail 13 times, somehow this guy has a girlfriend. Boy, I'm, I'm glad I decided to be a fine, upstanding citizen that contributed to society. Jesus. To all you women out there, are you okay? What the, what the hell? Is, is this on anybody's resume that you're looking at for a boyfriend material? Boy, I don't know if what's sadder, this story or the fact that women want to go out with this trash. Ay, ay, ay. When the ex-con finally went to the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his anus. Well, a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. Court records show. <laughs> Just slipped right out of his anus. Whoops-a-daisy. Yes, uh, sir, I'm stitching up your um, testicles right now. And it, w- 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 What's that? <laughs> oh, my. What? Oh, my God. Are you a clown? Because there's balloons coming out of your anus. Are you a birthday clown? Everyone get in here. We have a party clown. He's blowing up balloons out of his anus. The cops also arrived at the hospital when alerted of the gunshot wound and searched Wilson's car where they discovered a bag of meth in the blood-stained jeans he was wearing when he shot himself. So wait a minute. (laughs) Good Lord. So he kept the blood-stained jeans in the car because, you know, the police never searched the car. And then he had the meth, which is a more dangerous and lethal drug that'll probably get you more jail time just sitting in his pocket, but decided to put the marijuana, which is probably legal where he lives, up his anus. Boy, oh boy, this, this, this anus... Storing drug addict is not very smart. Dummy, you put the crack up your crack. So they don't find that. You probably could have the, you could probably be smoking the freaking weed as you walked into the hospital and no one would say anything. I mean, it is medical. Good Lord. The officers issued an arrest warrant for Wilson and he turned himself into police. As he was being processed in the uh, jail... Wilson was strip-searched, and another balloon of marijuana slipped from his anus. Oh, my God. Are we sure this guy isn't a party clown? Maybe he's that guy uh, Pennywise from the It. You know, the Stephen King It movie? Hello. Hello, everybody. Why don't you search my body and... Oh, what's that? A party balloon from my... Anus. Oh, there's another one. Oh, <laughs> well, in jail, Wilson made a number of calls to his girlfriend and asked her not to cooperate with investigators working the court, the case. Authorities were listening in on the calls. Yeah, because, you know, he's already such a good boyfriend. Why not drag her into it as an accomplice? You see, when you help a felon, when you aid and abed a criminal, you become an accomplice and you are now able to be prosecuted as a felon or breaking the law. You are not allowed to assist criminals. Yet this guy has a girlfriend. Can you believe it? The the guy turned himself into the police. Okay, a little few days later, they strip searched him. And another balloon popped out of his, quote, anus. I mean, what, what was he thinking? What, what He's like, well, I'm, I'm going down to the police station to turn myself in, and uh, instead of hiding my drugs in the old rusty tool shed in the backyard where nobody looks, I'll put them safely right up my ass pipe and walk right into the police station. And lucky for me, I took uh, six bars of X-Lax and my flapper's feeling really loose. Whoops. What an idiot. 
The convicted felon was charged with possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of meth, possession of a controlled substance in a correctional facility, and four counts of tampering with a witness. Wilson was being held on $110,000 bail and is due in court on June 18th. Gee, I wonder if he'll go to court and pop some party balloons out of his anus for the judge. Your Honor, listen, man. I'm sorry. Listen, I know I've got 14 warrants, but I'm innocent, man. I am. Uh, uh, I, I'm. I, just don't even look at that, that red balloon. I am. No, I did not do this, Your Honor. Uh, oh, I, I am innocent, Your Honor. I'm. I'm. I'm money penny. I'm penny wise. I'm. My God, what a. What a complete doofus. So there you go, man. You ladies out there, if you're looking for a boyfriend, you know, a, a roadkill would be better than this guy. Go to the graveyard. Dig up dig up a guy. Okay? Just, just the fact that these idiot... How do idiots get boyfriends and girlfriends? I just don't get it. How low are your standards to be going out with someone like this? Oh, God. Well, at least at least you'll always know that there's a party happening in his ass. At least he's got that going for him. <laughs> One cheeseburger with everything coming up. Hello? Hello? Harland, this is Brandon. Man, I have enjoyed your podcast from the very beginning. Um, the first one that I really got me was you talking about dreams and um, a walrus with Angelina Jolie. And I, I called my brother and said, buddy, you got to listen to this. This is the funniest thing you'll ever hear. And, I mean, it, it has been just a riot ever since. Um, Dr. Ascot, the, the stacking of the onion rings episode is a classic, as are many, many others. Uh, sad to know that you're going away. Uh, from the podcast, but I am incredibly excited to see this new Instagram series you talked about. <laughs> it's going to be great. And uh, my kids love Puppy Dog Pals, so I enjoy getting a tiny little bit of Harlan's voice on the show. And uh, man, I'll miss you, buddy. Great, great podcast. Come to Nashville. Uh, we'd love to see you. Get some hot chicken. Chow mein, baby. See ya. Brandon, thank you, buddy. I'm, I'm honored and flattered by your gracious and kind words, and I'm, I'm just glad that, that you've been a longtime listener, obviously, and it sounds like you've had a lot of laughs, and the podcast has brought you a lot of merriment and joy, and that's what it was all about. That's what it was designed for, so... Thank you for coming along for this fabulous ride, a thousand episodes. Uh, man, there has been a lot of great characters, a lot of crazy moments, and uh, I'm glad you've enjoyed it so much. Uh, thank you, and um, just so you know this, I'll give you a little update, this new project that I'm working on, which is visual. It's something that I'm shooting uh, but I'm finding as I go along, and I've been working on it feverishly, I'm telling you guys, I, I am, I'm walking through airports, I'm sitting on airplanes, I'm sitting on my couch at home, I'm, I'm laughing out loud at how ridiculous it is. I'm, 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 this new project that I'm working on, I'm literally, I, I hope you find it as silly as I do once I, once I unleash it on you, but I hope that when you see it, You'll be you'll be like, okay, this is the next level up from the Harland Highway podcast. I see what Harland's doing. He's he's going up a step. It's not only uh, it's not only a, a, a sound experience, but now it's a visual experience. And and here's something you'll be happy to know, you guys, you pavement pounders. I'm realizing that I'm I'm actually sort of incorporating a little bit of the 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 Harland Highway into this new project to a degree. It's not the same thing by any means, but if you're a fan of this podcast, you're going to see little hints, little shades 
of some of the influence of the Harland Highway podcast in this new project. Now, that being said, I want the new project to totally stand on its own. But you're gonna if you're if you're a fan of the Harlan Highway podcast, you're gonna kind of have an insider. You're you're gonna look at my new project through a different lens and go, oh, okay, I'm I'm privy to that. I caught that little reference. That's a, that's a little nod to the old uh, Harlan Highway. So there's gonna be little tidbits in there, but I'm telling you. You know, when I started the Harlan Highway, I couldn't wait to do another one, and I I, I was laughing and I was. I was being creative, and I still am, but after a thousand episodes and after, you know, the, the 10 years and, and the market saturated with podcasts, I, I love doing it, but like I said, I, I want to do something that's more fresh and innovative, and so, so now when I'm working on this new project, which I, I know I'm teasing you with, I'm not ready to unveil it yet because there's a lot of work going on. But I, I got to tell you, the enthusiasm, the fun, the, the, the work I'm putting in, the giggling, the laughter, I, I am literally, I am loving it. I am loving it, and I, and I hope the silliness and the giddiness in my voice translates when you finally get to see what I'm doing because it is, it is nutty. I don't think there's going to be anything like it out there in the marketplace or in the entertainment world. It, it, it's pretty pretty wacky and I'm, I'm just saying so so even though we are talking about the Harlan Highway podcast coming to an end I, I hope I pray that you guys uh, are are completely rocked and completely jazzed by this new project that I'm percolating right now um, and I'm gonna keep teasing you about it it's on in all honesty it, it probably won't see the light of day. It might not be till later this year, and it might even launch like right at the beginning of 2020, like right in the new year. We'll see, but uh, just know that, that boy, oh boy, if, if you like this stuff, I think you're going to really love my next project, and I'll leave it right there. So thank you again for your support, and... Uh, and I hope I do get to Nashville. I haven't done stand-up out there for a long time, so I'll have to look into that. It's a great city, great people, great food, great music. Uh, so thank you, and uh, we'll keep you posted. Any more phone calls, Raj? Harlan, what's up, my man? Um, man, I just I just heard the podcast, and I'm just kind of bummed that you're hanging up the podcast. I mean... I only listened to like three podcasts and um, you were the first man. Um, I remember from the beginning, uh, I heard you from the Tom Green show. Um, I guess that's where it started. The raspberry eyes, the Jerry, the Jerry. Um, dang, this sucks, man. Maybe Tom should start his show again and then get you on the show or you guys do a show together or a podcast together or like a vlog together or something. I don't know. But, um, Man, sucks, but um, I really enjoyed this this highway. Um, thanks a lot, man, and uh, I hope you do something. I really do. Uh, all right, thanks, man. Bye. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I could I could hear it in your voice, the sadness and and the emotion, and and that means so much to me. Thank you. I I can tell you were a real fan, and just know, my friend, everything I just said after the last caller, there's a new wave of stuff coming. Okay. And I, I think you're going to like it. If, if you guys don't laugh at the new stuff coming, I'll eat my feet. And just so you know, the new stuff coming is all comedy, okay? There's no, there's no commentary. There's no, as much as some of you might like my commentary or my philosophy or my take on things or hate it, there's none of that. This new thing is just pure 100% comedy. So I haven't abandoned you, brother. I'm hoping that you call me back and all that sadness in your voice is replaced with like exuberance and you're giddy with delight because uh, I, I, I think if I know my audience here, you're going to like this new thing. So I won't keep droning on about it, but thank you so much. And just so you know, me and Tom Green, uh, I have been posting on my Instagram. If you're not on my Instagram, I have been posting with Tom Green a a uh, series on Instagram, a 17 or 19 part series called Washed Up. 
and it's uh, it's me and Tom in odd. Uh, it's a great little comedy film that we did together. Uh, and both of us were two businessmen who wash up on a deserted island and have to survive, and we're both uh, slowly going insane. So if you haven't caught it yet, join my Instagram. It's at Harland Williams, and scroll through the archives, and you'll see I think I just posted episode 9. So get caught up. The good news is they're a minute long. You'll be able to watch nine minutes worth back-to-back, if you jump on my Instagram and I post every Saturday or Sunday, I post a new episode. So uh, if you want to see me and Tom Green doing something really funny and silly together, check out Washed Up on uh, Harland Williams' Instagram, okay? So like I said, buddy, stay tuned. There's more to come. Roger, let's do one more phone call and then let's get back into this freaking comedy. Hey, Harlan, this is uh, Cartoonist Jack again. I apologize for calling so um, frequently. I know I called like something like last week or the week before, but I heard the uh, podcast was ending, and uh, I'm, of course, you know, sad to hear that, um, but I look forward to seeing what you do next. I mean, you're a very creative guy, and um, your stuff always makes me laugh, and it always uh, gives me something to look forward to. But, you know, I don't think that has to be strictly limited to your podcast. You know, there's all kinds of stuff you're going to do, and um, I look forward to seeing what's next. But anyways, it's been fun being able to call you, share thoughts with you, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. Bye. Oh, cartoonist Jack, no need to apologize, my friend. I, I like getting your phone calls. You know, I, I said it uh, last podcast. There's a few people that have called in over the years, and and they've kind of become like comfort food, you know, because they, you know, every now and then they check in, they leave a message, they they make a comment, they say something to me, and cartoonist Jack is one of those guys that uh, that has uh, you know left left messages over the years, and uh, he's become a friendly, familiar voice. So thank you for for taking the time cartoonist Jack and and uh, I appreciate all your kind words and and you kind of said exactly what I just said it's coming okay I'm not going to repeat it all there's more creative stuff coming trust me I think you're going to like it um so thank you cartoonist Jack I think I actually met cartoonist Jack in person when I was in uh Connecticut or um Hartford not too long ago I believe that's where he approached me after one of my shows. And what a pleasant guy. Great guy, cartoonist Jack. Great to hear from you. Thank you for your uh, your patronage here at the Harland Highway and being a, a loyal pavement pounder. And uh, hopefully my new endeavors will uh, keep you chuckling and, and enthralled and uh, won't disappoint. So uh, thank you and... Uh, you know we're we're getting down to it, gang. We're 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 about maybe eight episodes away from you know putting the, the road close sign at the end of the highway. It's I can feel it. I can kind of feel it in my stomach where it's kind of like eh, you know it's kind of like you know it's like you know remember when you're a kid and you knew the summer holidays were coming to an end and you're like oh yeah I still got a week and a half but I can. I can feel school. It's looming. It's coming. And uh, this podcast, I can kind of start, I'm starting to feel it now in my gut that it's like, oh, man. So it's a little heavy. It's a little emotional. It's a little sad. It's a little, you know. But luckily, I have new things to fall back on that, uh, as I said, I think are going to keep all of us happy. So. Thanks for your calls, you guys, and uh, all your heartfelt comments and uh, your your loyalty and all the rest of it. And uh, no time for sadness. Let's keep on laughing, and uh, let's let's keep the comedy going, right, Rog? Rog, what are you what are you doing, Roger? Roger, why are you playing the theme from Hawaii Five O? Roger! Oh! Hold on! Stop the music! Hello! Who would... Who would you let in the studio? It's Chin Ho! Oh my god! Stop the music! Stop the... Mute! What are you... Chin Ho? 
Oh, what it? Chin Ho from Hawaii Five O. What are you doing here? I'm here to talk about the criminal justice system on the island of Hawaii. What? Yeah, Chin, ladies and gentlemen, Roger, you should have told me Chin Ho was coming. We we love having you, Chin, but I, I it always helps when I know. Okay. Um, Chin Ho was a, a, you were an original cast member of, of Hawaii Five-0 and, and coincidentally you actually really worked, uh, on the Hawaii Five-0 police force in Hawaii. On the main island. Yeah, on the main island. That's right. And, and when the show, uh, ended the original show with Jack Lord, you went back to working as a detective with Hawaii Five-0, am I correct? That's correct. I'm still an active detective on the island of Hawaii. Wow, and you're getting up there, Chin. I'm not trying to age shame you, but... Okay, you just uh, drooled something on my carpet. It looks like mustard. Okay, well, whenever you Chin Ho drops by, you're usually here to tell us about uh, the crime and the crime levels in, in, in the state of Hawaii. That's right. Okay, has there been any incidents that we should know about? Any any big crime stories in, in Hawaii? Yes. Okay, what happened? There was a triple homicide. A triple homicide. Oh, my God. And uh, did you catch the culprit? No, he's still at large. Wow. And where did this this happen? At a restaurant. At, at a restaurant? Okay. Can we, can, we, can we name the restaurant? It's a popular chain. A, pardon me? A popular chain? Yeah. What do you mean a popular chain? You know, like a chain. Okay, can you give us the name of the place? Well, it's kind of like Applebee's. Applebee's? What do you mean kind of like Applebee's? Was it an Applebee's? Sort of. Wow, okay. What do you mean? It it, it, it was kind of like an Applebee's. Are you just, you can't say the name? No. So it wasn't an actual Applebee's. No. But it was a lot like an Applebee's. Almost identical. Wow. So if it wasn't an Applebee's, what was it? It was a pineapplebee's. What? No. No. Stop. No. Turn off the music. We're not doing this game where everything's every time you say pineapple. We get the damn Hawaii Five O. Turn it off, Roger. Turn it off. God, we're we're not doing we're not doing this. We're not playing this game, okay? A triple homicide is a serious thing. It's 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 murder, and we're not playing. Chin Ho, listen, man. With all due respect for your your police work, your pedigree, we can't be doing this Hawaii Five O thing. Now, people were hurt. People were murdered. They, they have family members. The family members are probably missing the, the, the victims. Yes. Yeah, right? Have you, have you interviewed them? Oh, yes. They're very distraught. Yeah, see? See what I mean? And so they're missing their, 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 the murder victims. Oh, yes. They're pining for them. They're what? They're pining for them. Yeah, they're pining for their for the the, the victims. They're, they're it's even beyond pining. What, what do you mean it's beyond pining? Oh my God, are are they suicidal? No, it's extreme pining. What what is extreme pining? It's so bad that they've gone beyond pining. Yes, and now they're. Pineappling. What? No! No! Got no pineappling, huh? God, come on! Not stop the music! 
turn it off to pineappling. They got they got murdered at pineapple bees, and now they're pineappling. Turn, turn the music off. God, I'm, I'm not gonna do this now. With the, the, we're either gonna take this seriously, Chin and Roger, or we're we're not gonna. I, I just assume not talk about there's 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 human lives at the end of these crimes. This to, to be playing the the Y five O song is just it's distasteful and it's disrespectful of the deceased, the victims. Now let's get real here, Chin Ho. Have, have you got any suspects? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. What have we got? We followed a, a suspect to a local strip parlor. You so you, how did you you followed him to a, lo, a local strip parlor? We had local video cameras from the crime scene, and we were able to piece together his journey across town in his car. Oh, boy. See, this... Now, this is the beauty of, of having, you know, public cameras mounted and you, you're able to... I, I get it. You can you can patch together the, the timeline, the, the, the location. Correct, yes. Wow. So, so you got to look at this guy. Yes. Oh, boy. And so... What was he? Could you see his face? Could you see? Not really, but he was wearing very distinctive clothing. Very distinctive clothing. That is big, like a, a T-shirt with a brand on it or a suit. He was wearing a suit. Okay, a lot of people have suits. This was a pinstripe suit. Pinstripe? Okay. A pinstripe suit. You don't see that a lot nowadays. It kind of went out of fashion in like the in the eighties. Yes. Are you okay? Did you just drool again? Yes. Okay, so a pinstripe suit, and you said earlier you fought you were able to follow his vehicle to a a, a, a an adult strip joint, like a, a a dance nudie place. Yes. Okay. And we were able to go inside, and we were able to have witnesses describe what was happening. Okay, so this guy went into the strip joint. You you interviewed some of the patrons, and I'm guessing some of the other strippers. Correct, yes. And what did they say they saw? They said they saw the man in the pinstripe suit, getting lap dances. Okay, pinstripe suit, lap dances. Yes, pin lap dance. Okay, pin lap dance. So you're putting the pieces together. Yes. And what what do you get from the pin lap dance? We get pin lapple. Wait, what did you just say? Pin lap dance. Are you trying to... T- Wait a minute. Are you trying to take the words pin and lap dance and form it into pineapple? No, no, no. Shut it up. No. Are you kidding me? That, that has got to be the biggest stretch I've ever... You tried to take the word pin and lap dance and piece it together to make pineapple. No, shut it off. I want him out. Chin, out. Shut it off. Shut it off! Good God. That must have been the lamest thing I've ever... Did you really spend time trying to come up with this stuff, Chin Ho? Yes. What is wrong? What is your obsession? It's Hawaii. I know it's Hawaii, and I get it. They've got... What? Uh, I know Hawaii's covered with... What? Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. Well, you started something. Yeah, I was going to say Hawaii's covered in something, but I'm not going to say what because you're just trying to bait me. Well, no. Hawaii's got so much to offer. Palm trees and coconuts and... Yeah, and I know. 
What? You really want me to do this? What? Hawaii's crawling with what? Fuck me. Pineapples! God! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Stop drooling on my carpet. Oh, say it again. Pineapple. Let's get, get them out. Get them the hell out. Turn the music off. Pineapple. I want pineapple. Get out! God. Get pineapple. Get out! God. Idiot. Wow. Thanks a lot, Roger. Way to enter, Way to take over the back end of the show. You know, we get these nice uh, sentimental phone calls from the pavement pounders, and we're we're getting into this flow here, and we're grooving, and then, then Chin Ho from the original Hawaii Five O comes in, and he's, I think this guy gets off on, I'm not even going to say it. So there you go, the back end of the show just taken over by Chin Ho from Hawaii Five O, and I'm, I'm going to end it there, Roger. I'm flummoxed, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I, you know, I see her after a thousand episodes and I'm still amazed that this stuff happens, that this, you let these people in, you don't tell me, they're, they're a little bit demented. Maybe I'm wondering why anyone ever listened to this podcast, to be honest now. It really is like a nut house. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, whatever. You know, outside of, outside of this obsession with you know what. I actually like Chin Ho. He's like a kindly old Hawaiian guy. He's been around. He's 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 a sweet spirit, a good man. But boy, oh boy, does it enough with the you know what? Applebee's pin pinstripe lap dance moron. Anyways, let's do a few announcements here, please and thank you. Um, coming up, man, June 7 and 8, I will be in Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works. Oh, what a great club. What a great city. So fun. Such an amazing club, amazing atmosphere, great shows I always have there, great comedy fans. In case you're wondering a little bit of history, the Harland Highway started in Denver, Colorado as a, as a afternoon radio show. That's where it all started. They, they hired me to be the afternoon drive-home DJ for a year. And uh, and I decided, they said, what do you want to call the show? I said, well, it's the drive-home show. Why don't we call it the Harland Highway? And I just did all these bits, and I owned the bits. And when the show ended, I had like a thousand like, like bits that Roger had worked on with me. And they were produced. And if you listen to the earlier episodes of the Harland Highway podcast, you can hear all the bits probably right up into the mid-400s. You'll hear bits. And uh, and that was kind of the uh, the spawning of, of the Harland Highway. When, when the radio show rolled, I was like, when it ended, I was like, God, I got all these bits. They're funny. And Roger did such a great job with them. And we just worked such a, so great as a team. And I'd hate to think they're just sitting there collecting dust. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, this this whole podcasting thing starting. And so uh, that was the catalyst for me to jump in. I was I was kind of using those bits to, to start the Harland Highway podcast. And as a result, the timing was great. I was one of the first stand-up comedians kind of uh, tapping the, uh, the podcast world. I think I was one of the original four or five or somewhere definitely in the top like five or eight original like podcasters from the stand-up comedy world so uh, that's what i mean when i when i tell you it there's a little bit of a a, a, a pit in my stomach knowing that this thing's rolling to an end after 10 years it's I, I really feel it man there's a lot of history a lot of material a lot of great times so so there you go, man. So Denver, Colorado, I'll be there at the Comedy Works, and that's uh, June uh, 7 and 8th, Friday and Saturday only. And then uh, a few weeks later, I'll be in Baltimore, man. Baltimore. Uh, I'll be there June 20th through the 22nd. 
and I'll be doing some shows. I forget the name of the club. Forgive me. It's a brand new club. I've never been there before, but go to my website, harlandwilliams.com. You can reserve your tickets for Denver right now, and you'll see the post for the uh, Baltimore club. You can uh, reserve your tickets for the Baltimore club too, and I'll, I'll get the name for you on the next podcast. And uh, that's it, man. Uh, having a lot of fun as we as we start to wind down the final few miles of the Harland Highway. Again, thanks to everyone for being here. Thanks for your phone calls. And uh, we're not done yet, folks. We still have a, a few to go. So let's keep, keep the smiles and uh, keep rolling down the miles as we, uh, as we approach the end of the road. Uh, until next time. Keep your windows open and let the dragonfly smack you in the face on the Harland Highway. We'll see you next week. And until then, chicken chow mein, baby, with pineapple. No, no, no.